Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today, we're going to be chatting with Jay from Blue DEF. And we had asked on an Instagram story recently, what kind of questions that you guys had, things you wanted to know more about as it pertained to DEF fluid. So we're going to chat about, can you make your own DEF fluid? And if so, what can happen when you do that? And also, you know, as far as Blue DEF Platinum, what makes it different? What, 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 what do they do to offer a better product or a more refined product to you guys out there with DEF systems? And then the bulk of the podcast, we really want to jump into, does DEF fluid make a modern emission control diesel more reliable? Are there any fuel economy gains, um, reliability gains with the entire system? So we're going to chat about that. I want to encourage you guys that are listening on podcast apps to make sure you go to YouTube and just search the diesel podcast subscribe hit the bell notification you'll be notified whenever we release an episode and a lot of our guests are going to have their trucks going to have parts going to have different things on video so while you're listening to the podcast you can check out exactly what they're talking about and also if there's any show suggestions or things you want us to ask a guest maybe we didn't on an episode i'll make sure and do that so we've actually we've, we've had a, a few guests on recently where you, know, you guys are listening and like hey can you ask what type of fluid should my nv4500 run or can you get this person on to talk about this particular part that they make so we want to encourage you guys to do that we love hearing from you guys and make sure you go and do that all right, let's get to the podcast with Jay and chatting about DEF fluid. Jay, welcome to the Diesel Podcast and chatting with us about DEF fluid, which is a topic we've never covered on the podcast. And I'm really excited to be able to ask you a lot of questions because there's a lot that I don't know about it other than on a certain year truck, we have to use it. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of information that I learn uh, as well as you know, our audience. So I'm looking forward to it. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, Patrick, and and thank you to the audience of the Diesel Podcast for giving this opportunity to speak with you. We had asked on Instagram for questions people had. We actually got a lot of good ones, so I'm really excited to be able to jump into those in a little bit. But I wanted to start kind of as a a little bit of background with the company and what you guys produce and and specialize in. We know it's DEF fluid, but I I think there's a, a lot of different vehicle platforms that use it. And I wanted to know more about, you know, all that goes into what you guys produce and and sell in the marketplace. Sure. Well, we are famous, amongst other things, our Blue Def brand of diesel exhaust fluid. We are the number one brand of diesel exhaust fluid in the United States. Uh, Peak started, Old World Industries that owns the Peak brand started 50 or so years ago as a private effort. It was a chemical trading company that grew as opportunity came its way and Many years ago, they took over the peak brand of antifreeze and they've made that a powerhouse in the nation. And we're, we're leading the automotive or replacement market for coolant type fluids and diesel exhaust fluids. And we also have other products such as light bulbs, mini bulbs, wiper blades, windshield wash solutions. We, we are, have a very broad category of products. And when it comes to DEF fluid, I know a lot of diesel truck owners or potential buyers, they're going to know that 
you know, in a certain year range to current, they need it. But specifically, how does it factor into the emission standards for a particular vehicle? Why is it needed and what does it do? Well, I, I would start off by saying first, the government didn't mandate that DEF be used for um, diesel emission solutions. All the government did was mandate that what comes out of the tailpipe needs to meet certain standards. They left it up to the OE, the engine manufacturers, to decide what was the right technology or technologies to put into their vehicles so that the tailpipe emissions met government standards. We want to get that uh, out front right away because some people think the government mandated you need to buy yeah. That's not true. And really around about 2016, the industry as a whole aligned around the use of SCR, selective catalytic reduction, as a technology that takes the injection of death fluid as the best solution for reducing NOx emissions. Um, there are multiple different technologies that are on these uh, vehicle platforms. You've got diesel oxidation catalysts, you've got diesel particulate filters, you've got exhaust gas recirculation, you've got ammonia oxidation catalysts, SCR catalysts, there's a variety of different technologies. And prior to the industry aligning around SCR and DEF, they were using a lot of EGR to lower the temperature spikes in the combustion process. Now, EGR is exhaust gas. That, that is directly the opposite of what, as an enthusiast or a power, uh, if your goal is to produce maximum power, you want more fresh, clean air into the motor, yeah. not recycled exhaust air. But EGR is still a valid technology. But with the development of SCR and the injection of DEF, now they can put less exhaust gas into the combustion process. And that means you can have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. You get maximum horsepower and torque. You can get outstanding fuel economy and you can still hit those really stringent tailpipe emission standards dictated by the government. So it's been a win-win for everybody when this technology came into play and got perfected. I think that was one of, you know, at that time, one of the prevailing thoughts was, you know, people, they could be resistant to change, especially on diesel trucks. And, and I think, if I remember right, Ford and GM had, had started to use DEF. Ram Cummins hadn't quite yet. And they were, and I'm a Cummins guy at heart, so that was really what I paid attention to back then. And, you know, people were debating, you know, should I get the previous year because it doesn't have it? But we kept hearing all these stories about how much, either better fuel economy that these other trucks had or how less aggressive the EGR had to be to meet this standard because of DEF. And it's completely changed to where now I think, you know, in general, you know, people think it's a positive thing when you don't have that, have to have really aggressive components other than, you know, the, the, the DEF system is basically able to absorb a lot of that. So you don't have to have an aggressive EGR and a lot of the other things that, that enthusiasts were either hesitant or, or didn't know, you know, the ins and outs of meeting these new emission standards. And, and what's really eye awakening to anybody that puts pencil to paper is if you do the math, if you look at what type the, the fuel economy trucks were getting before these new technologies and SCR came into play, and you uh, look at the gains in fuel economy now, even if you add in the extra additional cost of death, you still find that your total net output is less than before the new technologies because the fuel economy was so much poorer. I mean, 
and, until uh, the last few years, you couldn't get a thousand foot pounds of torque out of a three quarter or one ton truck. You couldn't get 20 plus miles per gallon. And the, the OEs weren't even considering diesel for half ton, but now you can get a Dodger or Ford with 33 miles per gallon and more torque and horsepower than I got out of my old 460 or my V10. It's just really a pretty picture. Yeah, it's definitely opened up what platforms have diesel and then the, you know, the torque and the power that they make. It's, it's a really exciting time for what the, the big three are, are putting out for not just three quarter one ton trucks, but half tons and SUVs and, and, and tons of other things. And, you know, I was, when I was thinking about this episode, there's so many different questions and avenues we could go down and our audience did a really awesome job of coming up with questions that, that. I, I'm definitely looking forward to the answer. And I wanted to kind of jump in to these because they're going to touch on a lot of things that, uh, that we would want to talk about. And I'm just going to start with the first one. As somebody had asked, is it possible to formulate your own DEF fluid? And if so, you know, are there any issues that could pop up with a check engine light or something like that, or an emergency situation where you may not have any DEF fluid? But I wanted to ask you, as far as a larger picture, if you could speak towards the the quality in the the procedure that you guys go through to manufacture this fluid, why it's important. And when you deviate from that, you know, what could happen with uh, a brand new truck if somebody formulated their own DF fluid? Well, I think uh, the enthusiast knows anybody's had a diesel for a length of time and, and purchases DEF knows that there aren't a lot of ingredients in DEF. So on the surface, it sounds like this might be really easy to homebrew at home. But what they lose track of is that the, um, quality of the ingredients is top-notch, it's high, it's automotive grade urea, it's highly uh, defined deionized water, and if it isn't mixed in the proper ratios, if you have any level of impurities in this fluid, you are going to set off check engine lights, your motor is going to start to derate, you could poison different elements of the catalyst, you could really mess up your truck if you get the mix wrong and you don't use the best ingredients. And that leaves everybody open to paying it all out of their pocket because no manufacturer is going to cover a warranty for these expensive systems if you were using a non-authorized uh, type of death fluid in your truck. So those are the two biggest reasons not to do it at home is you're going to void your warranty and you could completely screw up the truck and when you consider that DEF is so readily available, I mean, blue DEF is in major, every major automotive outlet. You can't go into a major retailer, home or hardware, and not see blue DEF. And many times, blue DEF is the only brand of DEF you see there. So it's widely available. And while theoretically, maybe somebody could do something, it's just not really worth the effort these days. Especially with the price of trucks and also labor definitely isn't cheap and just the stress of the whole situation. I think yeah. I would rather just buy it at a store and just use it than attempt to you know, try to make something and put it in my 85,000 truck. It doesn't look truck. like a lot of stuff underneath the truck, but these catalyst systems, depending on the size of the truck, if you had to replace it, you could be spending five to $20,000. It's just, it's not worth the risk. I was, yeah, this next question, I was reminded of it today because we got snow here after being in the seventies. And somebody had asked, is there a freezing point of DEF? And if so, are there, are there any uh, 
plans or, or need for a, a heater for the tank or the lines or anything like that? Well, death crystallizes at 12 degrees Fahrenheit. That's when it freezes. Most of your OEs, I, I don't know of a single one that doesn't have some type of heating element in the DEF tank. It, it's important to know too that there is no degradation of DEF if it freezes. If it freezes, it freezes. The tanks and the bottles are sized to accommodate any expansion. When it thaws, it's just as good as it was before. And um, systems, truck systems, if there is any freezing, they won't try to force the injection process off the top. The, the, the uh, heating system will thaw the DEF out and then the truck will act normally. If you're storing DEF in a, an interior area, then there's no need to take any special precautions. If you have an outside bulk tank or something like that, that's exposed to these really harsh temperatures. Well, Blue DEF Equipment Group does offer heating blankets and things like that to protect that. But for the average consumer, there, there is no concern about the freezing or, or the uh, changing quality of death if it gets uh, too cold. I just thought of this question is a lot of our listeners are shop owners, and I'm sure a, a, a good number of them you know, will stock this in bulk. As far as long-term storage, is there any sort of consideration for how long they may have it on the shelf? Is there a shelf life for it? And if so, is it just something that's so long they would never just have it expire per se? Well, it's recommended not to store deaf in bright sunlight or extreme heat because it, it, it can then um, change the mixture of urea to deionized water as the water evaporates. But for the average consumer who stores it in a uh, garage or something like that, you can get two years of shelf life out of DEF that's stored between 23 degrees and 86 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's, it's a very durable fluid. We have had containers in the office for many more years of that. And <laughs> we tested it and not had any problem with it. It's an extreme case where somebody doesn't use it up fast enough that they go past any kind of shelf life concern. This next question is kind of a tough one. And it, I think so because when I think of DF fluid, I do think of blue DF. That's always what I see at the store. It's just, it, it's, it's synonymous with DF for me, but somebody asked about different brands and I, is there better or worse quality? And, you know, I, I think as far as kind of tying this into the first question I asked you about what you guys do is, you know, in formulating this and putting it in hundreds of thousands or millions of vehicles that are out there, what goes into the, the quality control that you guys do to ensure when somebody gets this product, they're having the highest quality DF fluid that they can get? Well, number one, we have very strict manufacturing processes, manufacturing standards. We have very strict distribution processes and standards. Some DEF suppliers may reuse a tanker car, for instance, that had something other than DEF in there, might flush it out and then put DEF in it. Old World doesn't do that. We specify that the transportation vehicle needs to be a dedicated DEF supplier so that um, there is no risk of uh, contamination. As I mentioned before, DEF is very sensitive. A teaspoon of DEF, it's one of our favorite presentation topics, a teaspoon of of salt can contaminate 5,000 gallons of death. Wow. So very important that your process are very clean, they're very strict, they're very modern. Blue Death takes great pride in the quality of our product. 
if you were to look at any of our two and a half gallon or any of our uh, package products of DEF, you will see a batch code printed on the box. And that is the consumer's assurance that every uh, batch of DEF is quality tested to make sure it meets our high standards, meets the standards specified by uh, ISO, and also meets the specifications and the requirements to carry an API licensing certificate. And you will see those certificates very clearly called out in every package of Blue Def and our new product, Blue Def Platinum. The, the, the person who asked this question also asked about the Platinum version. And are there different versions that you guys have? And if so, what, what separates the different products? Okay, well, we're very excited about our new product. Um, up until last year, a lot of people got the notion that DEF was DEF and it was in a different box or a different label, but that's not yeah. really the case. Besides the high standards that Old World puts into place for the manufacture and distribution of DEF, um, we also realized that there is an, an unspoken about problem in the diesel truck community. Uh, and that problem manifests itself mostly in people uh, personal use, it could be cars, could be pickup trucks or heavy duty vehicles where they're driving mostly at low speeds. A lot of stop and go driving, stop and start. The vehicle never really gets up to an optimal operating condition. Now, before I go into that a little bit further, I'll, I'll just draw a parallel to oil because I think it's a, a, a much more um, heard about story. For years, people have understood that some vehicles can suffer a sludge buildup in the crankcase. And that has always been attributed to uh, either extended oil change intervals or low speed stop and go driving. And what is happening is the engine is not getting up to optimal temperature and it's not staying at optimal temperature for any length of time. And so the byproducts of combustion and the uh, condensation that can occur in the crankcase never gets heated up and burned out. And that causes the oil to sludge doesn't mean it's a bad oil. It's a byproduct of how the vehicle is used and how it doesn't get up to um, optimal operating temperatures. The same thing can happen in death. Uh, fleets that do a lot of stop and go driving, extended idling, where that system doesn't get hot enough. Well, what can happen is as the death is injected into the system, it doesn't vaporize because the system's not hot enough. And so that can actually cause a wetting inside the exhaust. And that wetting can eventually build up into a deposit, a white, almost plasticky like buildup. Um, a lot of people just know they have a problem with their truck, but they're not really sure what it is. In some cases, it is this deposit buildup. We recognize that was going on. We also recognize that there had been some products that tried to solve for the problem over the years either by tinkering with the deaf fluid itself or some people even tried to develop add-on systems to retrofit the vehicle to solve the problem, but nobody's really been successful. We turned our crack team of uh, chemists loose on this problem a few years ago, and the result was we launched Blue Deaf Platinum with advanced system shield technology. This is the only deaf in the market that is specifically formulated to prevent the buildup of these deposits. And it works really, really well. When you go into a retail store, you will see something like this. If you can see it, you'll see yeah. the stainless steel brushed package with the black accents on it. And many, you will usually see it right next to regular blue def on the shelf. 
immediately the package tells you that this is a premium product with the brushed steel look, with the sub-branding of platinum. Uh, and to make sure the consumer understands what the difference is, we put the uh, consumer benefits right up front on the package, right up front we say, it maintains optimum fuel uh, economy and performance. We say that it saves money on costly repairs to the SCR system, and we say sustains the life of the SCR system. And it by reducing these deposits, and, and I can't paint a picture severe enough, a severe deposit issue can take an exhaust pipe that's five inches in diameter and cork it down to two inches in diameter. And what does that do? That chokes the motor. That means the motor has to work harder to do anything. And that's how you lose horsepower. That's how you lose fuel economy. Blue Def Platinum with Advanced System Shield technology reduces the build of that deposit system so that you don't have the, that uh, breakdown or that loss of performance. We're very, very proud of it. We launched it last year. Distribution is getting wider and wider and you can go into the same retail outlets I mentioned before, all of your major uh, auto retailers, major home service, uh, home discount stores, and you will see Blue Def and Blue Def Platinum Advanced System Shield technology on the shelf. If you're having a problem with loss performance, this can help uh, prevent it from getting any worse. If your use conditions might lead you toward a deposit formation issue, by using exclusively Blue Def Platinum with Advanced System Shield technology from the very beginning, then you will prevent those problems from ever happening. This is really interesting when you mentioned the like the low speed driving or just not getting you know things up to temperature. So it happens to a lot of truck owners. They're not. And we have a three quarter one ton. It it might not be something that you're using hard every day. It might be a commuter vehicle. It might be something you're just you know traveling around town with. And I know through the history of these emissions control trucks, that's been something that's you know initially presented itself with DPFs very early on, and the OEMs caught up to it. And so it's really interesting to hear how the DF fluid is also accommodating that. Where no matter how you use the truck whether it's hard or just, you know, going from point A to point B in town, there's something to accommodate that. And so no matter your driving style, there's, there's, uh, you know, there, there's qualities to the product that, that uh, will prevent some of those issues you had mentioned. We're very, very proud of it. It's growing very rapidly um, in uh, acceptance in the marketplace and we are growing share uh, left and right, consistently going higher as we widen the distribution. It's been that well received. Now, is DEF fluid corrosive? It can be to certain metals. And we call that out in our spec sheets. And let me see, I've got a brief list here just to make sure I don't um, uh, read it. Um, DEF is corrosive for copper, brass, and aluminum, and certain um, carbon steels. And that's why DEF components are specified to be made by certain products so you don't have that issue. And so you, when you use, a, if you want to store DEF on your own, you want to store it in an approved type container so that you don't have any problems down the road. This is a, a really interesting question. And I have a lot of these, I, I didn't even think to ask because to me, and, and I don't know if a lot of truck owners think like this, but it's just DF fluid is something that we're going to need. We have to use it. We go, we buy the box, we fill it up when we need to, but there's, there are so it's such a deeper topic and I was really excited to be able to have, have a, you know, just the opportunity to chat with you and to think about these things is somebody asked why add in urea and 
I wanted to ask about that, that part of it. Why is that necessary to this system or, or to the product? Well, uh, without going into the chemical formulations and the chemical reactions, urea has a, a strong ammonia uh, component to it. That's why DEF has that type of uh, smell to it, slight ammonia type smell. And when the DEF is introduced into a hot exhaust stream, the molecular bonds are broken, the nitrogen and hydrogen in the urea react with the specific coatings in the catalyst, and that transforms the NOx pollutant into a harmless nitrogen and water vapor coming out the tailpipe. It's all about the chemistry and what um, um, elements are needed to react with elements of the catalyst to have the net positive effect of reduced emissions. So there's a lot that goes into this. There's a lot more than I had thought <laughs> with uh, just, I mean, the chemistry behind it. And, and I can see how this ties in and why, why the OEMs um, you know, chose this method. And then the, the approach that you guys take to be able to do this and, and offer a, a quality product to accommodate different, you know, driving styles and storage um, you know, options and things like that. And it's, it's really fascinating to me because it's been around for a while, but we just, you know, as enthusiasts or in the diesel community or diesel truck owners, we don't ask, you know, these type of questions for it. And, um, you know, it's just, I didn't know that there was this much that went into it. You know, it, the technologies evolve constantly. I'll, I'll draw a parallel to back when fuel injection started to replace carburetors they went from carburetors to um, throttle body injectors, which immediately gave a performance and economy benefit, but they would eventually slug up and varnish too. And so shops started selling fuel ejection services to clean and reclaim the performance. And then the technology advanced to port injection. And that had a benefit. It had some trade-offs too. And now as the fuel economy standards and the emission standards got tighter, it has evolved to what we see now as direct port uh, or direct injection into the cylinder, which has some fantastic um, power and performance gains, has its uh, few little challenges on its own. But these same type of technological advances have been taking place in the diesel exhaust industry. Um, you see more, more catalysts, more systems. You see improved catalysts. You see it more computer controls to cover uh, the injection of the fluid, the timing events, the air, everything is getting more and more exact to help drive more power, more economy, those things that all us diesel truck owners want. And the gravy is that we satisfy the government by keeping the tailpipe emissions. And, and my, my uh, favorite um, thought is that I don't have to plug the damn thing in every night either. Yeah. <laughs> trend towards hybrids and all that. Um, um, nothing really to be concerned about here. Yeah. Something that, uh, that I'll, I'll hear from listeners and the, they, you know, I've had a truck for 10 or 15 years, but it's a pre 07 and a half. And so they'll go to a dealership and they'll look at one of these new ones and they'll ask, well, what, what is the increased operating cost? of having to use DEF fluid. And I wanted to ask you about that. I know it can't be a specific number because it's going to vary based on the type of truck and driving style, but as far as, you know, how long, how much would a, a typical truck owner use? Not, not hot shotting or anything like that, but just, you know, driving around, 
what kind of costs are they looking at to be able to just fill up the tank of DEF? We'll put it on a 100-gallon basis of diesel usage. Depending on the manufacturer, the dosing rate of DEF in the system is anywhere from 2 to 5 on a very large vehicle. It might be 7%, but your typical three-quarter half-ton trucks are on the lower end of that schedule. So for roughly every 100 gallons of diesel you buy, you might be looking at three-ish, four-ish gallons of DEF. You know, little DEF goes a long, long way and uh, provides huge benefits to the, the consumer. And as I said before, the fuel economy you gain from putting all these technologies together more than offsets the additional purchase price of some DEF every, every 100 gallons of diesel. That was initially one of the big things with, with the, the trucks that didn't use it. And that was, you know, I had this Prio seven and a half. This is the kind of fuel economy I got. I got this 2008, 2009, 2010. My fuel economy went way down and now it's surged, you know, back up again. And I think it's because of this approach that, that you'd went through with us of, of what this is able to do, the way it's able to work with the other systems and kind of get back to that fuel economy benefit that, that's a, that's a reason a lot of people bought diesel trucks is they needed the torque, but they wanted the economy that, that a gas motor couldn't provide them. No, you're, you're spot on there. Um, not everybody, as you'd said before, you mentioned Dodge was using DEF right out of the gate, but it, it has evolved to well, all the manufacturers realize that is the right combination of technologies that give the consumers everything they want. And to keep the government happy so that we can keep driving our diesel trucks long, long into the future. This next question is definitely speculative. And this person had asked, what's the likeliness that DEF gets phased out by a new invention or more effective replacement, or is it here to stay? And it's almost like that's really tough to answer because we don't know what hasn't been invented yet. But as far as your opinion and being able to have diesel engines meet these standards, is, is this the way that, is this here to stay and does it, does it have staying power? Is this, is this the future of it? Well, the industry outlook on gallons of urea keeps growing into uh, the next 10, 20, 30 years. The industry is going to use more and more DEF, um, as I said, going out for 10, 20, 30 years. A number of reasons behind that. Um, one is that vehicle segments that weren't pulled into more stringent um, emission regulations like off-road and construction, those are being pulled in and DEF is a go-to technology to help them meet those needs. Um, number two is the growth of the diesel vehicle population. Uh, a lot is made about electric and hybrid. Electric and hybrid represent maybe 2% of the total vehicle population. And the infrastructure isn't there yet. And the fast charge capability of refilling these vehicles isn't there yet to allow electric to displace diesel uh, vehicles. So, you know, eventually maybe these technologies will catch up. Maybe the infrastructure will be blown out enough that it's convenient to rely on these things. But for the near to a long-term future, diesel is still the best bang for the buck. And SCR systems with the injection of DEF is still the preferred technology to allow for maximum power and economy and still meet stringent emission challenges. And I might add that 
we might think these systems are high tech now, but really they're just scratching the surface. I was reading an article this morning that Eaton and Tenneco are starting to um, prototype new SCR technology that would actually start to preheat or maintain the heat in the system so that um, you have optimal performance earlier on and you can turn the catalyst on earlier and you can start to inject DEF earlier rather than waiting for the vehicle to reach an operating condition. And, and there are other technologies. There's been some rumors about stop and start technology coming to diesel. So there are things that are well-established in the automotive engine environment, gasoline environment that haven't made it to diesel yet or on the drawing board or, or near to coming into market that again, are gonna keep pushing the envelope on diesel performance and it's going to uh, maximize and extend the life of diesel as a powertrain option, a go-to powertrain option for consumers and um, industries. No, with you know the last question we had, you, you answered it with, with your answer there to the previous one. And someone had asked, you know, was it really necessary to have DEF? And, and I, I really appreciated how you said, you know, we didn't, we didn't come up with this particular way to treat it. This was what the OEMs decided to use to be able to meet these emission standards and that there is or has been there's some lag which the you know the the diesel truck owners out there are going to be able to relate to that with technology and the way that OEMs and the aftermarket's able to meet these standards and so it's it's so tough to say like you just mentioned what's going to be around in 5 years or 10 years how are we going to be able to inject it sooner and and change you know different components to it but i think you know, if I step back and look at it is as far as the operating cost, which is low as a truck owner, why would I necessarily want anything different right now? And, and you know, what are my operating costs going to be? How long is it going to be till it, 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 it's a proven platform? And so from my perspective, I see it as something that stays for a while and something that it's accepted. There's advancements, you know, in some of the blends that, that you had chatted about with us. And, you know, I just don't see, I don't see anything that could displace it in the short term, but it is exciting to hear that there are, there is research or aftermarket companies and, and professionals that are looking at ways to make it more efficient. So we can stretch the, the fuel economy even farther and meet future emission standards and, and keep this, this uh, engine platform, you know, around as it competes with electric and other things that are being talked about. Now, um, I, I am a little bit of a caveman in these situations. I like to stay with things I know and things yeah. I'm comfortable with. Um, do I do electricity, home repairs and modifications around the house whenever I need to? Sure. Um, but working with 120 or 220 volts, that's a lot <laughs> different than the uh, 480 volts or whatever they're packing in some of these vehicles. And I think there's a lot of us, I'll say the collective us, that appreciate what I guess you could almost call an old school technology. We like the sound, we like the, the, the way the vehicle drives when we put on the gas. I mean, I've got a 20 year old Super Duty. People wonder why don't I look at one of these new diesel trucks and trade up? Hey, I'd love to till I see the sticker price. Yeah. <laughs> Electric <laughs> or even a, a jump above that. So, you know, a lot of what they're talking about is GWIS technology is gonna be out of the reach of a lot of people. And plus, you know, I like to shift my own gears. I got a stick in my truck. Uh, there, there isn't anything other than maybe some fancy programming that could potentially 
simulate that on an electric vehicle. So the, the process of driving a diesel or gas truck is a lot different than um, the process of, of driving an electric vehicle. And there are many of us that really we appreciate the older way of doing things versus some of what might be on the horizon. And plus, because it is new technology, there are going to be bugs along with it. Um, electric vehicles lose a lot of efficiency when the temperature drops. And as we saw this last year, that temperature dropped all the way down into Houston. You know, and if you have a distance to go, if you need extended range, right now those vehicles just aren't there. And so your, your um, primary vehicle is always going to be diesel. It's, it's really cool to hear, you know, how you're an enthusiast as well with, with your super duty and, and like the, uh, you know, the manual transmission and everything like that. And it's, it, it's really cool to, you know, be able to hear the expertise from, um, you know, that, that you have with the product, but then also as, you know, someone who drives, who drives one of these and, and appreciates, you know, what they do. So I'm definitely excited to see what the future holds and, and ways you guys are able to accommodate it and grow with the technology. So five or 10 or 15 years from now, when, you know, there's new trucks out, you guys are right there, you know, ready to support it. And I'm sure there's going to be, you know, listeners that have questions or people that want to learn more. What is the best way for them to find out more about Blue DEF, the products, maybe some of the technical information, or if they have questions or look for a distributor or something like that, they can get in contact with you guys. All they have to do is uh, go on the internet, look at bluedef.com. That'll take them into a number of different peak portals where they can shop different products. They can learn about things, FAQs, equipment, any of the products that Old World offers, and they can get a direct contact us link to where they can ask specific questions and our sales folks can reach out them directly or we can respond via email to get them the answers that they uh, want or need. I'd also encourage people to go to uh, Blue DF on Instagram, subscribe. You guys have a lot of cool motorsport pictures and a lot of cool things on there. So I enjoy following the social media pages and seeing the uh, the cars, the trucks, the off-roading, the racing. So it it's, uh, it's where I get a lot of my information. I think a lot of us do when we're browsing social media and seeing things. And uh, it, was, it was really good to chat with you, Jay. Learn more about the product is something I said, something I didn't know a lot about other than, well, I need to put it in my truck. I need to fill up this tank, but just how much goes into it and the, uh, the time and the expertise that, you know, you guys put in to offer an, an, an exceptional product that's used all over, all over the industry. And it's, you know, with me, it's synonymous with DF fluid. So um, I appreciate your time and, and chatting with us, answering these questions that our audience had and definitely look forward to chatting with you in the future and, and seeing what new things you guys have going on. Hey, thank you so much. And I'll just reinforce again, we didn't become the number one brand of deaf in America uh, by chance. We work very hard at providing the highest quality product out there. We work very hard at making it very available. So practically anywhere you go, you can find either our uh, blue deaf brand of what is now regular deaf, or you can find our blue deaf platinum brand of improved death for those that may have a need and want to prevent deposit buildup. It is readily available. We will continue to bring out new products um, because we are the number one brand of deaf and we intend to stay the number one brand of deaf in America. So thank you again, Patrick, for your time. Thank you to the audience of the Diesel Podcast for having me on today. 
I really enjoyed it. And I hope I get a chance to talk to you again soon. Don't forget diesel fans, make sure and go to YouTube, search the diesel podcast, click the subscribe button, hit the bell notifications. That way you guys can get all of our episodes right when they release. We've got video with them. So you can see the, the guests, the product, the truck, there's tons of different things that we've got coming up with seven, three power strokes, Ford OBSs. Rev max is going to be jumping on the podcast. We're going to be talking about business principles, inspirational stories from some of our guests. So there's a ton of new things coming up. If you guys are looking to be able to watch and see what we're talking about, make sure you go to YouTube and do that. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.